everybody and welcome to a new podcast series. This time we're calling it the Apprentice Podcast, where we're talking about what did Jesus really start? And I am here with Chris. Hello, Chris. Hey, Becky. Great to be here. Looking forward to this one. So we're going to go on a journey of figuring out what does it mean to really follow Jesus? What was the thing that Jesus initiated into the world that he invited others into? What does it mean to grow spiritually? Um, Maybe that's a question you're asking if you're not sure what you believe about Jesus yet, but you are interested in growing into what it means to be a human and living fully. And you think spirituality is going to be a part of that. Um, And you're wondering if Jesus is is the person to look to in that. Um, And we're also going to be debunking some myths about what what that means, what it means to be a Christian. And we're kicking off today with looking at the invitation that Jesus extended to people as he kicked off his movement in the world. Um, And it's an invitation all around following. Uh, So I thought it'd be interesting to start with to really get to grips with what are we talking about when we talk about following someone or something? Like, what are the things that you follow, Chris, would you say? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think all sorts of things. Many of us would say like we follow people on social media, which means we look at what they're doing and what they're posting about their lives or or interesting things that they're doing. Many of us would understand that kind of language. I think often when I think about following about navigation, actually, it's one of the things I think about, like how many times we follow our sat-navs in our cars, um, uh, road signs, uh, pathways that have been kind of gone before us or carved out for us. Becky, you know, because we talk about this a lot and I bore people a lot with this, but, you know, my wife Ruth and I, we love hiking we love hiking up mountains. You know, that really comes to my mind about the pathways that we follow. You know, when we do that, seeing where other people have gone before or people that we follow who have gone somewhere. You know, I follow people on social media who are regularly hiking mountains all over the world. all over, And, and you know, I plot some of my routes or the routes that we're going to take based upon them. So when I think about following, I, I often think about a pathway laid out that has been laid out for me to follow and that I'm thinking about a physical pathway but actually that's often true in life you know I think about the number of things I do because I'm following the example of somebody else I'm following often I think about my dad you know I'm following um, so many of the good habits that my dad modeled for me or you know so there's I think there's lots of different things those are the words that sort of Jesus used to launch his mission to Mm -hmm. gather people towards him to invite people to come and be with him we get it recorded in every single one of the accounts of jesus's life that the invitation he extended to people was come follow me Mm. how is that different from what we might perceive to be the invitation to become a christian yeah yeah i and here we are we're right in the first debunking moment right we're in one of those things that i i think um we talk about in church a lot you know we we talk about believing in jesus or believing in god and i'm not saying that's not important but that actually if you really read the accounts of jesus's life he didn't say believe in me he said follow me and those first friends of his that took up that invitation they didn't really to be honest they didn't really know what they were getting themselves into very much i think they'd heard jesus they knew enough about him to be attracted to him um but it wasn't like they had everything sorted out and they knew exactly you know there was much of what jesus was going to do they had no idea about um and so i think that's a a really important thing to to get our heads around first of all because i think sometimes 
churches, church leaders, preachers, Christians, they, they have turned the Christian faith, we have, I should say, we have, into an academic kind of exercise. If you know enough, if you've been convinced enough, whatever, then you get to, to, to be a Christian. Well, that's, that's not what Jesus said. He said, come and follow and see and, and, and experience and encounter and watch and you know, all learn and all of that sort of stuff. And that's the journey that I'm inviting you into. So I, I think this is a really, really important first point. We're straight into it. Come follow me is the invitation. Come see what I'm about, see what I'm doing, see what um, I'm passionate about, says Jesus. See, you know, how I relate to God, and we're going to unpack that in a future episode. See how Jesus relates to his Father, God, and learn and, and follow that example. So uh, all of that for me is is just absolutely critical, and I think it's great that we're into this straight away, that idea of following. So that's a, that is an immediate mindset shift, isn't it? And it's whether we are somebody who would call ourselves a Christian, that's very easy to sort of measure what that means in our lives according to what the things we would believe, the the statements we would say yes to and tick next to. Um, and also for people who um, might be sort of on the peripheries of uh, exploring this Jesus thing um, and thinking that the thing they've got to figure out is what do I believe about Jesus? Um, but actually this seems to be uh, an invitation to sort of start going after Jesus and kind of trying out his way. Yes. Um, and we don't have to necessarily have all the things we believe about him figured out in our heads. Is that what yeah, you're saying? That is exactly yeah. what I'm saying. And and actually, if you read, you know, really dig into those accounts of uh, Jesus' life that are in the New Testament and you watch how people started their relationship with Jesus, started engaging with Jesus, uh, it was rarely... Uh, a, a believe moment it was almost always a follow moment uh, and again i think that's really important and and you know those though you know we we like again around the church we like to say here's a moment where somebody's become a christian so they've made a decision today to believe in jesus and now they're a christian that that isn't actually the new testament model i don't think the new testament model is come follow jesus and according to our sort of traditional model i guess in church you'd, you'd be hard pressed to look at those first followers of jesus and say well when did they actually become christians i think you'd be hard pressed to identify the moment it was a it was a journey of following and i mean they they again just read all those accounts by our definition of believing in jesus they didn't do that for quite a long time it seems to me because they still didn't get it they they messed up you know they they were scared when things were happening that they didn't under, they didn't really get it for quite a long time so um but that didn't stop them from being jesus followers and if we want to define christianity as being followers of jesus then i think that really needs to sink into our to our to our beings really and, and how we communicate it's um it's interesting what you say because um as you were speaking i'm reflecting on a conversation i had quite recently with um somebody who uh is about 20 years old um talking about a relationship that they were in um and i was trying to push them to define what this relationship was like um are they your girlfriend <laughs> And um, they were saying like, oh, you know, why, why do we need to put a label on it? And there was a real sort of pushback, like, why are you trying to put a label on this? Um, and that that seems to be something that's kind of going on in um, like youth culture a little bit now is that like, don't try to sort of box me in like I'm just on a journey with what I'm trying to figure out. So actually what you're saying is, is fairly appealing in that 
in that context of not needing to back against the wall, put a label on like, right, I'm a Christian now. Okay, yes, I am a Christian. Um, but that that we actually might be able to explore and start following and not feel the need to sort of box in and say, right, I have just jumped from this category into this category. That's quite interesting. Yeah, well, I, and I, I think that's that's something, again, we often want to do because we want to say to people, are you in or are you out uh, kind of thing. But actually, and and people who are Christians who would say, well, look, I've made a decision to believe I'm a Christian now. Actually, they can be further away from following Jesus post that decision than somebody who may not define it quite like that. But who's, you know, so I, I think movement is is important here. That, you know, are we moving towards Jesus? Are we moving as we follow Jesus? Because it's possible to, by our, our old definitions, if you like, say, well, I'm a Christian, I'm in, but actually be moving further away from Jesus in the things that he would call us to or the behaviors and character that we should you know we're trying to grow in displaying um and so well is that is it okay that I'm becoming less and less like Jesus because once upon a time I said I'm making I believe in him now so now I'm a Christian I, I don't know I, I I think that that raises some really serious questions for us now of course you know we've got to be careful because there are moments where people hear the story of Jesus you know I'm thinking about again in in the the New Testament book of Acts uh, which talks about the birth of the the church you know there's a moment where people hear the story of Jesus and thousands of them make a commitment that day to Again, whatever we want to call it, start following him or be Christians or, or whatever we want. So clearly there are times where it's it, it, in those moments where that happens. But again, just to go back to the people who were called by Jesus initially to follow him, it, it's it's the journey thing is much um, more significant, it seems to me, and much more prevalent in the culture of the day because Jewish, Jesus grew up in the Jewish faith, Jewish teachers, religious leaders, rabbis, called people to follow them. But what's remarkable about Jesus as a rabbi, the people he called to follow him were not the people that the other rabbis called to follow him because they went for the intellectual elites. So we had the boys and every you know, year in, in, in Jewish school, the best boys were promoted to the next class and the others were sent back to do manual tasks and all that kind of stuff. And then the rabbis picked from the like the best of the best after many years of that. I mean, Jesus picked just a ragtag bag of people and said, you know, you, you can come and follow follow me. Um, which again, I think is really important about who that invitation is extended to. Um, and just one more thing, if I can go back to to our metaphor of path that we talked about and the route marked out for us, you know, Jesus is 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 it, Jesus's invitation is to come follow me on this path, where I will show you the route and I'll map out uh, the route. Mm. And that that's in my mind a way more exciting invitation yeah. because it's ongoing there's as you say there's movement as a sense of like journeying going somewhere there's not a sort of finish line i'm trying to achieve my way up to but um i'm being invited into this process yeah. of following yeah. um and uh yeah interesting you say about the, the the early church and we do get these stories in the um, the first book kind of that follows up from the accounts of Jesus's life itself um, acts uh, of people hearing this message about Jesus um, and, and his resurrection from the dead and um, responding to that there and then. Um, but what we can see from um, the kind of accounts about the church at the time that they were 
in the beginning referred to as followers of the way. Yeah. And I think that is such a, I find that so compelling to think about this idea that they thought of themselves as getting on a way through life and a way that Jesus had initiated um, and not as something static, yeah. which I think is often uh, might be our misconception of what this faith thing is yeah. something static yeah mm. I, I couldn't agree with you more and 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 a lifelong journey i mean i think that's the other thing uh, because again you know people who've been followers of jesus uh, christians for a while uh, you know can sometimes think oh okay, you know what more is there but actually this is a lifelong journey of and we'll talk about the goal in another episode of of what this is about but of becoming more like jesus and um and and following him ever more closely and again th for me that's a much more exciting uh, prospect um and and a challenge to me us as people who lead churches and all that kind of stuff is actually what are we doing to help people continue on that lifelong journey and are the things that we're doing continuing continuing to help with that and and again we'd have to be honest sometimes and say well they ha not always so again we need to think a little bit differently i think about how we help people um on that journey hence this podcast i'd love if we could dig into something that um uh, was written in the first century, so the, the century that Jesus walked the roads of the earth, um, uh, about what this kind of following, what this thing that Jesus initiated was, what was this invitation to follow and become like him um, from a guy called John, who was one of his followers. Yeah. Um, and then after we've got a little bit more context of that, maybe we could talk about what would this actually look like now, given that I can't physically walk on the path behind Jesus. Um, so could we take a look at this um, this passage? You, you mentioned this passage to me, Chris, when we were preparing for this podcast episode. Um, so it's in a, a letter called 1 John, um, which is the first of two letters. <laughs> or is there three even? No, there are three. There are three, yes. There's a really tiny one. Sorry, I had, to, I had yeah. to like count in my head then just yeah. for a minute. Yes. <laughs> yeah, first yeah. of three letters um, written by John, who was a follower of Jesus um, and literally followed him and then um, helped others figure out what it means to follow Jesus, yeah. um, who hadn't met him in person yes. like he had. Yeah. Um, and uh, he writes this really fascinating letter which in a way I think is is doing precisely what we're trying to do in this podcast, which is not only setting out a vision for what it actually looks like to follow Jesus and inviting people into that, but also debunking some of the sort of misconceptions of um, what it actually means to associate yourself yes. with Jesus. And it's a pretty challenging passage. Um, uh, I'll just read some of the uh, some of the the middle section out. This is in 1 John chapter 2, um, and I'm reading from verse 3. He talks about, uh, we know, so we who are followers of Jesus, we know that we have come to know him, who is Jesus, if we keep his commands. So if we do what he says, whoever says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar. And the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. What do you make of that passage, yeah. Chris? Well, I think the first thing to note is uh, presumably somebody somewhere is asking the question, how do I know if I'm 
in Jesus? How do I know if I'm following Jesus? Uh, we we could say, well, how do I know if if I'm doing what I should be doing, or if I'm even if I'm a Christian? So somebody somewhere is asking that because he uh, John is answering that question. So I think that's really important, and it's kind of I guess a bit like we're trying to do here to say, well, how do we know if we're really growing spiritually if we're really um following jesus so that that's number one then then uh, john clearly says well actually this has to do with this movement that we've been talking about has to do with are you modeling your life after the life of jesus are you doing what he said um uh, and what he demonstrated and modeled Uh, and if if you're not you know then actually the, the truth is not in you so so actually you're you're not so again um uh you know this this idea that we could say oh yeah 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 i'm 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 a christian i'm i'm you know whatever i i made the decision well actually that's not been borne out in the way we're living then actually john is really quite challenging uh to that in this context um so this is a, uh we're being encouraged here by john so actually you, you need to live uh, in the light of a decision that you've made to be a follower of Jesus and what Jesus has done for you. And then why I really pick these verses is the last verse says, whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. And another translation of that, an old translation with NSRV says, must walk as Jesus walked. And I love that. That resonates with me so clearly. You know, if we say, I want to be a follower of Jesus, I am a follower of Jesus then we must walk as Jesus walked. So we must walk in his footsteps. We must follow his path. And I love some of the ancient sort of reflections on this in um, in Jewish um, religious writings and that kind of stuff um, that have reflected over the years about walking so closely in the footsteps of Jesus that, that um, you're covered in the dust from his feet. Um, I, I love that idea that Maybe, you know, we're trying to walk so closely to Jesus. I mean, in the times Jesus was walking literally on earth, he would have been kicking up clouds of dust in a dry, arid, no tarmac roads or paths kind of landscape that we're trying to get so closely in the footsteps of Jesus that that the dust from his feet uh, covers us. I, I really love that idea. And I think it's such a great definition of what it means to be a Christian, a follower of the way, a Jesus follower, uh, that actually we're... Uh, he does all the work, Jesus, in his death and resurrection to to include us in the family of God, to make a way for us to be uh, saved and redeemed and, and, and set on that path. But then our response to that must be, it seems to me, John is saying, to follow the footsteps of Jesus, to follow where Jesus went, to live as he lived, in that older translation, to walk as he walked. And, and, and that uh, resonance and if we're not doing that so you know if we're getting further and further and further away from jesus then john seems to be challenging that really significantly saying well it, is this really you know are you really are you really a jesus follower so i uh, i think that's uh, yeah really important challenging but also lovely language i i, I love that picture yeah, I, I'm just reflecting that that final line you've picked out. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did or must walk as he walked. And how many of the sort of um, cultural uh, fallouts we have seen in recent years and further back in history where people have claimed Jesus and associated themselves with Jesus 
and not at all walked as he walked or lived as he lived. And for some of us, that might be the, the hardest barrier to overcome in even being willing to associate ourselves with Jesus and following Jesus because we have seen firsthand or second or third hand what the the bad outcomes of people who have said yeah we know Jesus but behaved in a way that is completely opposite to the way of Jesus um and it's such a it's a it's John's calling people out I think to say if you're gonna say you're associated with him then make sure that your way looks like his way um because that's what he was inviting people into. Yes. I mean, and I think it's really important just to to highlight here that we messed this up, that, you know, those first followers of Jesus messed this up, you know, in, in a big way. Um, even having him, to, you know, physically to kind of look at, follow, or, you know, um, go and read the stories. They, 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 time and again, they, they mess it up. So, so it's not that we're seeking perfection here or, you know, whatever, we, we're going to mess this up. Uh, but I, I'm certain it's about our hearts being in that place where we're desiring and saying, actually, Jesus, I want to get so close to you. I want to to follow where you're leading as a priority in my life. Um, uh, that even when I mess up, um, you know, my heart is still to 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 follow your way, to get back to to the path that you're laying out for me, and that kind of stuff. And 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 that I think is. Um, yeah, just a beautiful image of what it means to be an apprentice of Jesus. Mm, mm. So I've got kind of two questions, and then maybe we can talk about what people might want to do off the back of this podcast. Mm. My first question is, is this invitation for me, somebody listening here today, right now, 2000 years after Jesus invited these first set of people to follow him? Um, is it an invitation for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's Jesus's invitation for all time, uh, I think, and um, he made that clear. You know, again to those first friends that that he had when he was physically here on Earth, he said to them uh, as he was about to leave them, "Do you know what I need you to do now is to go out and tell other people about me and show them, you know, help them to be my disciples. You know, go out." And make disciples of all nations, he he said to them. Go out and make apprentices. Go out and invite people into this journey of following Jesus. And and that's what discipleship means. That's what apprenticing means. It means that following. So it, it's absolutely Jesus' intention and his passion was that what he had been able to do in a limited geographical area, because he was one person, albeit an amazing person, albeit God, you know, all of that sort of stuff, he'd been able to do in a limited geographical location. He wanted his first friends and followers to go out and do across the world. And the remarkable thing about the Christian faith, I think, is that is exactly what happened. Um, and, uh, you know, how does that happen if not for A, a really compelling message and be the power of God behind it? I, I don't know how that happens without that. So so I think um, uh, definitely Jesus's invitation is is for all of us, for all humanity. You and I were talking before we uh, recorded that uh, started recording that um, Jesus uh, wasn't um, particularly, you know, he, he wasn't saying, uh, I want to start a religion. He was saying, I want to show human beings what it looks like to to be fully human, to be the human 
beings that God always intended for us to be. Um, and that has to be for all of all of time, for all of humanity. And that includes us 2,000 years afterwards, as it will do people in the future as well. So, yeah. And here's my second question. For anyone listening who either calls themselves a Christian or wouldn't call themselves a Christian and is looking to their left and right and and taking their cue from others about what this might mean, um, how would you respond to somebody who is worried about going on this journey because they're looking to their left and their right and seeing other Christians and thinking, I don't know if I could ever be like them. I don't know if I want to be like them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a, that's such a good question. Um, uh, I, I, I think that uh, I would say that in, in the bad images that we've been given, um, for me, that kind of shows us that, you know, humanity is in need of uh, a model that isn't us. <laughs> uh, and actually, the fact that we've messed that up sometimes w would indicate that. Um, uh, and maybe if somebody's looking and thinking, oh, you know, there's the, the Christians that I know look like they've got life all sorted and I could never be like that. Well, I promise you they haven't. Uh, and I, I promise you that's probably a really good front that they're putting on. Um, and actually, um, everybody started somewhere. Um, and I think, again, if if we're truly modelling our lives after Jesus, there were, there's a humility in in all of this both for people who've been doing it a long time and who maybe have got some aspects of life seemingly, you know, sorted out or, or, or are doing well in quotes in their journey from you, to actually having a humility that, that says there are plenty of other areas of my life where I'm not lined up yet with, with what Jesus has modelled for me. So I would want to say to people, we're all on, you, you know, all of us are on that, that pathway and, and, some people may have some areas of their life looking looking quite like the Jesus model, but there'll be plenty of other areas where they haven't, and for others of it, it may be different. So, I we want we would want round here at the very least to use the language of we're all journeying together uh, in this, whether we're just starting out, whether we've been doing it for years, we've all got plenty of scope for for growing to be more like Jesus, no matter how long we've been doing this for. So, yeah. Uh, and let's do it together. And and I think one of the great joys, actually, one of the great things that somebody exploring faith or just beginning their faith journey brings to people who have been Christians for a long time is an enthusiasm and an excitement that may have waned in people who have been doing it a long time. And, you know, we talk about this around here all the time. There's nothing more exciting to us than people starting their journey of following Jesus. And for those of us who have been Christians for a long time, that really inspires and encourages us. So, you know, I'd want to say somebody starting that journey, please don't underestimate what you are bringing to other people who may have been Christians or church people for a long time. That's a great answer. I love that. I love that. A um, couple of things you may want to do off the back of this podcast, if you're beginning to sort of flesh out around the edges what Jesus was like, but want to really sort of think again on that if that's something your stories of Jesus are things you're familiar with already or if they're brand new to you um, then two places you might want to go one is to read a gospel account the gospels are Matthew Mark Luke and John they are the accounts that record eyewitness stories of um, the life of Jesus um, Mark is the shortest if you like short books <laughs> um and uh luke is uh one that people often like to start with because he uses um perhaps language and terminology that's um 
quite accessible to most of us. Um, and uh, you can also watch this amazing show called The Chosen, which is the first ever multi-series, se- uh, multi-season series about the life of Jesus, inspired by the life of Jesus. It's beautifully made. Uh, season one is available on Netflix, on YouTube, and you can also find it at the chosen.tv app or just google chosen.tv chosen dot tv that was harder to say than Easy i thought you say. <laughs> and you will find it and it's free we should say at those apps Good isn't point. it so they're chosen on um app and on youtube yeah, yeah yeah and you you introduced us to that by the way so um i had not come across that you know you've been talking about that around here encouraging us to watch it and again even you know i've been a jesus follower for a long time it just brought fresh perspective and joy and like um imagery of of what of what it of what jesus uh, looked like lived like that kind of stuff which again just opened our eyes again ruth and i've been watching uh, yeah so highly commend that amazing um, really yes good. i had a very similar experience the first time i watched that so yes that is the chosen um thank you so much for listening you guys who are listening and um we will be back here with another episode as we continue this journey of figuring out what was this thing that Jesus started on the Apprentice Series podcast? Bye.